Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at camp today is the drunk, handicapable uncle, Kenton Mullins. Very capable. I'm, I'm healing pretty nicely, but hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, you know, we're just glad to hear that you're healing up because, like I said, we don't want you to miss out on any, uh, you know, on any CM sessions. Uh, that, no, there's no no danger in that whatsoever. And of course, uh, you're going to have to get back in the swing of work things here soon because, uh, you know, you're going to have to cut back on those sessions and only do those at break time, as we talked about already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I want to give a shout out before we get started here. Uh, Just something to look out for in the very near future. And that's our our big homie, Joe Gallo at uh, 13 Gallows Lane. Gallo goes to hell. He was on a while back. Uh, he's a chronic masturbator also along with Brian Emenheiser. But anyways, a lot of people I've been, uh, have been talking about their chronic masturbation ever since we started talking about it. So it's really, it, once again, it's really nice to see people kind of coming forward with their issues because you know what, we're here for you. Anybody who needs to talk, we're here. Me and Joe are actually starting a support group for chronic masturbators. So, uh, just message me on Facebook and I'll give you the info for that. If anybody's interested. I heard about that. It's kind of like Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. We only we fight naked with erections. Yeah, you just helicopter, and we other. don't fight. Then you don't fight. You just sort. <laughs> it, you, it, you you do. It's called it's called sword fighting. Yeah, we all just get naked in a in a dungeon like room and just jerk off. It's. Uh, I guess it's really not helping anything at all. But uh, anybody's free to join. Just hit me up. I'll give you the details. What is the fucking first rule about? Chronic masturbation. We call, we, we call it jerk club, jerk but club. Uh, you don't talk about jerk club because what we're doing is highly illegal. What's the second rule about jerk club? Um, no eye contact. You don't talk about jerk club. Oh, yeah. Well, that one too. But then there's no eye contact. That's the third rule. Yeah. <laughs> so really, it's very simple to join jerk club. Just got to remember. He's have a, well, callous hands. That's right. And make sure that you bring your share of the lotion. Well, that's actually supplied along with coffee and finger foods. Oh, okay. But you got to, so there's like a donation bucket there to where you got to, you know, throw in a couple bucks is like a donation. Well, the donation the bucket lube. doesn't have any money in it, but uh, yeah, you just kind of pass that around, but you can contribute to that if you want. Yeah. But we can't give out it. Well, I, I don't participate in it because I'm not a chronic masturbator, but uh, if you need any details, contact Joe Gallo or contact the drunk uncle here and they'll, They'll fill you in. Give you the the address and everything. As long as you're not a cop. Yeah. As long as you're not trying to shut down jerk club. That's all that all counts. Because these guys need it. They need their jerk time, let me tell you. You won't stop us. We have branches all over the United States. So That's right. They're going they're taking over the world, just like Camp Blood Radio is taking over the world map. And that's where we're going next. And checking in on the Camp Blood Radio takes over the world map. We've got a couple more countries. And we're gonna start out this week. With adding Egypt. What up, Egypt? What's up, Egypt? Hit me with some of them Egyptian facts there, Nathan. Oh, man. Fun facts about Egypt. So, you know, Egypt is, is for those that don't know, maybe don't know where Egypt is, shame on you for not paying attention in, uh, in geography in school. So, anyways, fun facts about Egypt is... I don't even know where to start. There's a lot, so much interesting shit there that I really don't know what to start with. But I will say that one fun fact is the country's population is estimated to be 90% Muslim. Wow. I mean, that's, that's impressive. That is really impressive. With any religion, that's impressive for them to get a hold of that much of a country. Yes. And various Christian denominations make up the remaining 10%. And they are probably. Reducing drastically by the day. <laughs> I would I would assume so. I would assume so. Whether but you know, I, I had um, you know, you're a military man, so 
another good friend of mine, he's a military man, and I, I forget I forget what his fucking title is. He's like Lieutenant Captain Colonel something or rather. He's he's up there. He's yeah, up he there. was a, he was an officer. I was I was enlisted, so I was a corporal. Yeah, he he was an officer. He went to he went to that officer in a gentleman's school that um uh you know they made that movie about in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Um, officer and a gentleman. Yeah, he he did that. Yes, Richard Gear. Yeah, he's like Richard Gear. He went to the the gentleman school. So okay. and now he's like Captain Colonel Major or something. I don't even know what his title is because I'm I don't know because I'm a, I'm a retard and I can't keep track of all that shit. So anyways, he's like Mr. Desk Duty now, probably makes several hundred thousand dollars plus a year. Just skating. So, yeah, just, just hanging out. Uh, anyways, he took a deployment to Egypt, oh, probably six, seven years ago, I'm I'm thinking it was, maybe around like 2013, 2012, something like that. And I just I just made fun of him the whole time. Like, what are you doing? Fucking building sandcastles and blah, blah, blah. Because it was like, it wasn't a combat deployment by any means. Oh, it no, was, no way. It was like the let's go play. He said, basically, let's go golfing every day and go shopping and fuck off all day. That's the kind of deployment they were on. Yeah, yeah. And he said Egypt was actually pretty fucking cool. And I seen some of the pictures and it's not what I expected. I was expecting. You you know, the Great Pyramids, there's like a fucking McDonald's, like 500 yards from the Great Pyramids. Well, I mean, that's because McDonald's runs the world. I'm not even fucking kidding you. If you look at, there's a McDonald's. You can look at the Great Pyramids from the window of a McDonald's. Well, That's how I mean, close it is. think about all them. If they didn't have one there, you know how many millions they make off that particular McDonald's a year because these these fucking tourists over there they want a goddamn McFlurry. And half of them are American, so they're like, "Fuck this. Let's just go to McDonald's. At least we'll know what we're ordering." Exactly. Exactly. The other half are your buddies from the military. Yeah, there you go. That are playing golf and building sandcastles and fucking off with uh, American dollars. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. American uh, doll hairs, if you will. And it's actually, so, uh, I, I, I myself am a, am a huge like uh, I would say history buff, but I love old shit, like pyramids, old uh, like uh, old buildings and all that stuff. So I kind of took a fascination up with the pyramids a few years back, where I spent you know a couple nights just doing crash. It is a shithole around around the pyramids, which was also extremely depressing to me. Just well, like I can imagine. trash and litter and shit, like just a shithole. People don't respect shit. They don't. No, it's, no, they don't. They're, they're they're fucking heathens. That's what they are. Disrespectful because litterers. Probably the most fucking impressive uh, man made structures in the history of the world, and we're just fucking throwing Snickers wrappers on it. And and fucking pissing our name on the side of it. Hey, what's your name? I'll write it on the wall. Blah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Captain. Uh, you know, all this history and stuff. And one of the most famous figures is tied to Egypt, and that is Cleopatra the Seventh. Yeah. I mean, what up, Cleopatra? Wow. If you're listening, what up, Cleopatra? If yeah, if you happen to be listening, what up? But so many fun facts. I mean, some of it I I don't really know how to pronounce uh, as far as like the the um the old towns that are symbolic and you know all that all that stuff um that's that's boring stuff anyway yeah, uh, yeah. here's a here's a fun fact social media accounts in Egypt that have more than 5000 followers are subject to the country's media laws and can be monitored by authorities and must be licensed by the government so you know what that tells me Yikes. That, no fucking no fuckery on social media over there in no. Egypt. They will shut that shit down. No, I think that's all a pretty pretty common uh, Middle Eastern thing too with social media, the the strict yeah. policies on social media. Yeah, so you know your um your little memes with the cat, that shit ain't going to fucking fly in Egypt. Fuck no, so they aren't unless they're making fun of western culture. Exactly. Then they might <laughs> let it ride. Other than that, nope. No fucking funny memes for you Egyptians. Regardless, we're very happy to have them listening. Yes, absolutely, we are. Absolutely. We love our Egyptians, and and absolutely. I mean, what's funny is it was probably an American that was pissing on one of the pyramids that was listening on his iPhone, and he probably no, tuned in while he was over no there. No doubt, it was it was one hundred percent an American, some fucking fat, overweight, obnoxious American. I have no doubt in my mind. He spilled his fucking butterfinger flurry all down the front of himself with his diet mountain dew in his backpack and his iphone and his earbuds and he's walking around with his his fucking crocs and his cargo you're, shorts you're kind of you're kind of i'm kind of feeling 
a little bit personally attacked here. So why don't you <laughs> fucking pop the brakes a little bit there, buddy? I was going to say, I'm starting to starting to get into the, the Kenton wardrobe attire. But I didn't say that he had a slick haircut and a beard. I didn't say that. Yeah, he's bald. He can't rock this shit. He's so. probably bald, and he has, like, a bunch of neck rolls going on with, like, a real patchy, like, he probably has, like, a Chester stash and maybe, like, a patchy goatee. And he's, like, older, middle-aged. I'm still a young dog. So. Yeah, and he's probably like like forty seven ish at the at, at least, and he has erectile dysfunction. Uh, definitely, he is not a chronic masturbator because he can't quite get with it, you know. And he's from Iowa. I was gonna say Kansas. Okay, I was just thinking of the most like non heard of state in the United States because I've never met anybody from Iowa or, or known anybody from Iowa or heard well, anything I know, about Iowa. I know a few. I know a few. You know, the Lando used to live in I in Iowa. Did he really? But I don't know if he's from there, though. We're gonna have to ask him about that. If he is, then we're he's done. Because we Slipknot is from him. Iowa, aren't they? Slip who? Slip Slipknot. Slip who? Yeah, those guys. They're from Iowa, I believe. Oh, they they're are actually. Another fun fact about Iowa, Ashton Kutcher is from Iowa. Is he really? Yes, he is. That explains why he's so forgettable. Absolutely. And you, the only reason I know that is because I'm just such a fucking fan of that 70s show in the ranch. I just know where Ashton Kutcher's from. I think sorry, Ashton's not sorry. doing some actually he's doing some pretty amazing things with child sex trafficking. He's shutting that shit down, which is awesome. He's got a lot of irons in the fire. I I I, uh, I salute you, Ashton, and keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Um, I need to I need to reiterate that I'm not spreading a rumor that Ashton Kutcher is 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 adding to child sex trafficking. I, I mean, he is very, very active in, in ending it. <laughs> yeah, he, I should reiterate what I meant by that. You should. You need to be very clear that he is not a sex trafficker. He is ending the sex trafficking. Trying to help put that, shut that shit down. He's Just like Congress social media in Egypt, they will shut that shit down. Shut it down like an Egypt. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to another, shut. We have another country, don't we? We do, yes, but we're not done with Egypt yet. This is probably the best fun fact about Egypt, and that is the 365-day calendar that is divided into 12 months was evented in fucking Egypt. That You're was welcome. in Egypt? Yes. I did, not, I did not know that. You're welcome. Thank I you, Egypt. I would have guessed, uh, like, maybe Israel. I mean, yeah. All right, I'll give you that one. I can kind of see that. Is, yeah, okay. Makes sense. That's crazy. Okay. That's that's actually good shit, right? I'm learning something with, with the listeners. We strive to be educational and teach you people something, not just about Friday, but about everyday life. I imagine you feel a great deal of pressure, Nathan, when you're recording this, because not only are you do you have a responsibility to to give some knowledge to the listeners, but your co-host is also a complete fucking dipshit. So I'm learning with them. So you're you're coming in fully prepared, and I'm just stumbling around in the dark usually. So I mean, pretty impressive that you can keep this shit on track. I try. I mean, it's 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 a difficult and daunting task from time to time, uh, but it is what it is, and it's 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 what I do for the listeners. So moving on, checking in on the map is along with Egypt is Morocco. Morocco, and my favorite instrument. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of lot of fun shit going on with Morocco, and but what I will say about Morocco, and this really is right up my alley, and Morocco. Well, where'd my screen go here? I gotta gotta get that back. Got I got all these fucking screens going on. I'm I'm losing control of my shit here. Yeah, um, I have a bunch of them too, but only one of them's for the podcast. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, I oh I get you on that one. Yeah, you got to feed the beast. <laughs> it's a sick wink, wink, wink to all you CMs out there, old buddies. <laughs> Morocco. Morocco produces more than 10 million U.S. gallons of wine every year. Thank you, Morocco. Fucking saints, and this place is goddamn beautiful. I Holy mean, shit, I'm looking it up right now. This is gorgeous. They have one of the best cuisines in the world. It's kind of like, um, like Greece, you know, they probably fuck a lot in Morocco because oh, they got yeah, such they a just good cuisine. And get drunk, get drunk off all that wine. I mean, wow, they uh, it, it's kind of like one of the wine capitals, if you will. Man, I'm looking at pictures. This is mind blowing. This place is gorgeous. Yeah, 
And also, oceans. Yep, we were talking about the Game of Thrones on the last episode, and Morocco is another filming location of Game of Thrones. Okay. And not just Game of Thrones, but all kinds of other films were done there. Hollywood Productions on top of that. Um, It's a serious film location. Now, let me ask you this. uh, Since you've actually researched this, is Morocco a place where a white southern man such as myself can go without having to be concerned with being beheaded? Um, I think so because, and here's why I say that is it's a Northern African country, but it's so close to Europe that they would just think you're like European. I'm I'm a South African white guy. Yeah. You're like the guy from South Africa that's hunting great whites. There's actually a lot of South African white people. Absolutely. There is. I could just throw a little bit of accent, throw an accent on it. And, and you could right in with the populace. Okay. Okay. And if, and if you, if you wear your cargo shorts and you get a fancy haircut and glasses, they're going to be like, Oh, that's one of those guys that like clubs, baby seals. Yeah. Or he, he chases, he hunts great whites. Like he's, he's a serious man down there. I'll that's what they're going to think. I can do What's that. Okay. that. Okay. I said, I'll pose as a clubber all day yeah, long. Absolutely. You'd probably intimidate a lot of them. Just grow your beard out and wear a sleeve shirt. And uh, like maybe a Friday shirt and wear your cargo shorts and have a backpack full of beers. Walk, stand up straight. Yeah. And walk like you have purpose. And they they probably wouldn't think you're a giant dickhead and want to kill you. That's problem. That's exactly what they would think. Yeah. They would probably be very intimidated. Would be (laughs) my guess. But they're too drunk to give a shit. Yeah. I'm I'm going to Morocco, man. You've convinced me. All that wine. Actually, you know, one of the first pictures that comes comes up when you Google Morocco is some fucking pasty white Caucasian girl standing in, in the middle of their beautiful town. So I yeah. think we're good, man. I would say so. Morocco lies only eight miles away from Europe, right across the strait of Gibraltar. Okay. So, okay. I and mean, you're just you're just one of those people that's uh you're just a European or a South African. I mean, you could be either one. You could be one one day and one the other. You get probably through. confused. Just, just passing through. That's all. And Morocco okay. also contains a stunning mix of cultures. For a country with the size of 172,000 square miles, it's basically the size of California. Morocco's diversity is nothing short of, I'm telling you, astonishing. Although its population is mainly classified into Arab and, and Berber, with Arabic and Berber languages being the main tongue spoken in the country but uh, it's 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 very diverse there so i i really according to this i think i think that we would both be safe there i really well, do it actually has a lot of of similarities to california <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah i mean it just going on down the list um i mean a lot of notable stuff but morocco going back to the wine thing morocco has been a source of good wine for over two thousand years Okay. So yeah, that's one of the first things that comes like with the images. There's uh this this image of of this room with like two hundred thousand huge vats of wine aging of different various flavors and and colors and everything, and it just makes me just want to get shit faced just looking at this picture. Uh, exactly. I mean, you've got the you've got the uh, the good diet, the good cuisine, and that will help your cleanse the body. It will help. It will help the chronic masturbating. I mean, what kind of food the, are we looking at here? All kinds of stuff. All okay. kinds of stuff. Okay. But I mean, with the wine drinking, I mean, it's kind of like Greece. They probably, they definitely fuck a lot in Morocco. So they got that going for them. You know, they do if they make all that wine. Yeah. With all you know the colors, do. how colorful it is, it just kind of seems like a party city. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's like the Cancun of Northern Africa. It's just a fun city. You know, nobody's I mean, taking anything seriously there. No, I'm going to call it the Cancun of, of Africa. Yeah, nobody has a job there that has anything to do with numbers or math. No, no. They all work at like the, a bar because they sell a lot of wine or maybe the farmer's market. Yeah. Or or they work at a hotel where all the dumbass Americans stay. And they do like Paul Rudd's job in forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. <laughs> Whenever he asked him, he's like, how old are you again? He's like, I guess I'm 44. Fuck. Or they kind of act like that, like Paul Rudd and our idiot brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I mean, on the Paul Rudd thing. So, and I'll be honest, I've got a little bit of a man crush on Paul Rudd, so I'm okay with anything that he has anything to do with. So, I'm so I love happy. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Mark my right, so. words. Paul Rudd will be the new um, Keanu Reeves because that is just the most charming man on earth. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them are president. I, I would vote for that. One being VP and one the main the main honcho. Yep. Yeah. Rudd Paul Reeves, twenty twenty four. VP Paul Rudd. <clears throat> well, it's probably going to have to be 2028, maybe 2032, 2036, because Trump Jr. is going to be taking over next. Oh, yeah. Sorry. sorry, not sorry. I think a civil war is going to break out long before that ever happens. But No, probably. But be... you know you know who can put out that fire? Who? Paul Rudd and Keanu Reeves. No, you're goddamn right they can. They can unite the country. Exactly. I mean, who See, doesn't like to... those guys? If you don't fucking like Paul Rudd and Keanu Reeves, you know what? Then you can just fucking move to Iraq. That's what I don't know anybody. Do. I don't even know any red-blooded American that doesn't love those two. Well, you just said it. You're not American if you dislike them. Exactly. And if you dislike them, we don't want you listening to us either. So just go find another show. Move along. Move it along. And that's exactly what we're going to do right now is move it along. But big thanks to Egypt. What up, Egypt? Big thanks to Morocco. What up, Morocco? What up, Morocco? Sorry, I just I took a bad shot of whiskey. We we appreciate both of you, even though it was probably fat Americans that were vacationing there that tuned in. But nonetheless, we can't prove that. So we're just going to assume that it was Egyptians or uh, Morocco. I don't know what they call the people in Morocco, but Moroccan. whatever they call them. Moroccans. Cool. Yeah. yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. <clears throat> and we will move on from that since we like to talk about shit that's irrelevant but uh but it's not irrelevant it's educational it's relevant to the show it is now it is now yeah absolutely so all right on to this week's episode and last week we discussed and suggested independent hockey mask makers out there for all you people like to play dress up and once again just our worthless opinions so to follow up with that this week we thought you know what, why not give our worthless opinions and thoughts on who offers the best hoods out there for your Big J costumes? And, of course, we'll touch on some display busts, too, uh, for those for those of you out there who don't like to play dress-up. And uh, we were kind of discussing that uh, a few years back, you know, three, four, five, six, even seven years ago, there was no shortage of hoods out there. I mean, fucking everybody and their brother was sculpting or painting or whatever. I mean, the the fucking choices were were endless. And now, I don't want to say they've dried up, but the river the river is a little little shallow in some spots. So why do you just think gonna, that is? Well, I mean, I'm just thinking of some of the some of the ones out there that like you know I have an ELS a uh, couple e- old ELS. Um, uh, versus hoods and i don't think he's even in business anymore and he was one of them guys that was kind of booming back then and you know and i i wore the shit out of one of those hoods traveling around with first jason and doing all these photo shoots i mean i i wore that thing basically i've worn it out i mean it's it's kind of on its last leg now and i mean i've been wearing that thing for shit i'm trying to think like seven plus years now and then of course i sent you the other one to repaint and uh which has only been photographed once and I got to send it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Since, since we had little, little, little issue there, which yeah, we sure did. Yeah. But that's, that was an ELS hood. And just thinking of some of the other companies out there, I don't know. I don't, maybe they, maybe they thought, well, there's too much competition. Maybe their sales were down. Maybe they didn't want to fuck with it anymore. Um, kind of like some of the, the hockey mask makers out there. Like we talked about, you know, uh, Tim Schultz. I mean, he, you don't see much out of him, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not making masks. And well, same with some of these other guys. Everybody, but I, I had Black Hat Studios for a long time. And for a long time, I did specifically Friday the 13th hoods. And for me personally, it's like I'm still around, but I'm just, I've moved on to other stuff. Like I do, I'm working on Pennywise stuff now and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, and just, it's not that I haven't left the hobby or anything. It's just, I'm kind of, I've kind of like, wandered off the path into other stuff. And I think that's what a lot of people have done. Very well could be. It doesn't seem like anybody's wandering back though. No, no. And I'm you probably will though. You'll probably be back with something at some point in time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to mention some of your work too, because you were, you know, you were boom, boom Friday 
part six and seven, and then all of a sudden, eh, I'm not doing that anymore. But I guess so. So for for tonight's show, just following up, like I said, with the hockey mask, the independent hockey mask makers out there, then following up with, hey, if you're if you're wanting a hood or you're going to do a costume or a life size display or or display bust, you know, whatever. Some of these wearable hoods can also be foam filled and used for display purposes too. So once again, no particular order. Uh, we've just compiled another list for, for you all. And to start things off on that list, I'm going to mention someone who, to my knowledge, I've had a few talks with him here and there. To my knowledge, he's not a sculptor. He basically just purchases masters and things from other people and then gets the the uh, the sales rights to those. <clears throat> and he the, his painting, he does a hell of a job. And that is Josh Palmer from Shallow Grave FX. Yeah, he's a hell of a painter, man. He can lay down some fucking colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, that old ELS that I sent you last year, actually right at about a year ago now, I was going to buy a versus hood from Josh, and then I thought, ah, fuck it, I'll let the drunk uncle um, repaint this one for me since there's no reason to not use it. And he's got, at the time, and I think he still does without going to his page, but he had like three or four different versus hoods, and I don't know who sculpted them. I don't know whose they were. Some of his stuff, I do know where it came from. Like I, I know he, he, I think he purchased some stuff from you, maybe something from um, from Brain and Scott Murphy. Looks like he's uh, got sculpt here from J.C. Wild. J.C. Wild could be yeah. wrong, but it looks yeah, like I mean he's got a, he's got a shit ton of different stuff. I mean, pretty much every Friday film, he's got something. Um, and not just that, he does other stuff too. And like I said, even though he's not sculpting his own stuff, he is going about the right way and purchasing the masters and then doing his own polls from there. And he's a very talented painter. So, uh, some of these other guys that we're going to mention, they do their own sculpting, but they've also sold off some of their masters, which we'll talk about in a little bit, just like Kent here. Kent sold some of his stuff and is no longer offering those products. I'll tell you something else too, as somebody who's been painting latex bus resin silicone stuff for many, many years, veins, veins are, are probably the hardest part of any paint job. If you're trying to make something look natural and Josh really lays down some beautiful vein, vein work. Oh, he does looking vein work. Yeah. And that's what drew me to possibly purchasing one of his verses is I saw the vein work. I'm like, Holy shit. And I I'd say he is his versus paint jobs are fucking top-notch. No knock yeah, to anybody else. Right it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, he does some badass versus hoods. If anybody out there is looking for a versus hood and you don't want to cough up the fucking dough for a silicone, I would definitely get one from Josh. Like I said, I just had the connection here with old Kenton and thought, hey, I'll let him do that. Um, but if he would have said, nope, fuck off, I don't have time, I would have purchased one from Josh. And I still might down the road, who knows? So shallow grave like FX. Josh, I feel like Josh actually bought the rights to something that I sculpted a long time ago. I'm trying to find it. I can't remember. I might be wrong. It might have been somebody else. Well, uh, where did your six, seven, and um your five go? That seven has been passed around fucking to like six or seven different people. I actually just saw it. Somebody bought it just the other day, uh, off of I believe it was James Power. So uh, God knows who has it now. And the five, I don't remember who who bought it. The six, I sculpted two separate sixes. I sold both of them off. I don't remember who bought those either. And then I've sculpted some other stuff that I've sold off. But I swear to God, man, I feel like Josh may have bought some kind of mold off me. Well, the five, somebody, I just made a suggestion in one of the groups the other day. Somebody was talking about a five. And I had mentioned that you made the one that Tom, you know, our buddy Tom Morga wore. But I knew that you sold it, and I couldn't remember who you sold it to. I think uh, I think Chad Ken or it was either Chad Ken or Justin Watson. One of those two bought it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking. I was thinking you told me Justin bought it. Now that job, I yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was Justin. Yeah, because he actually came and picked it up at my house. So yeah, it had to okay. have been Justin. All right, so Shallow Grave FX, you can check them out on Instagram, you can check them out on Facebook, and speaking of Shallow Grave FX, he also has shirts available from our guy, James Ammer, all over at Slasher-Tees.com. Once again, go check out Slasher Tees, pick some shit up, lots of good stuff over there. Uh, And moving down the list here, uh, I'm just going to throw a couple plugs because there's nothing real specific here, but... um, 
a common a common hood that I see quite a bit, especially in the silicone, and that's the CFX deformed for a lot of the part three cosplayers out there. Yeah, it looks so fucking good, man. It, it does too. It's got the the hulking fucking neck on it that we love in part three. And as far as I'm concerned, the bang for the buck, that's the way to go if you're wanting a part three silicone that CFX deformed. Especially and I've if also if you're what? Wanting movement. Yeah, it looks like it moves really well. Um, I've seen a lot of people wearing it, and that would be my choice if I was going to do up a three, probably. I've also seen people order it with a Versus paint job on it, because Versus kind of has, you know, the lumpy head, obviously, like Part 3 does, very similar. And I, it looks okay, but I don't think they're vein work. Like, basically, if I was going to do one, here's what I would do. If I said, hey, I want a Versus mashup from a CFX Deformed, I would I would call him and say, hey, can I just order it blank? And you know who I'd send it to? Kyle Huckelak. Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. Oh, does he does Josh paint silicone? Oh, I'm sure he probably would. Uh it's just a very uh different process. It's a it's a whole nother bear painting silicone. We'll, we'll back it up a, mi- a second then. I would say I would prefer to have a CFX deformed with a fucking Josh Palmer paint job. How about that? Yeah, that's fair enough. I and I owned a CFX deformed for about two years. And let me tell you, man, that thing is so fucking comfy. It's snug and fits good. Uh, uh, CFX also does this really. I don't think that I'm. A, I don't. Well, they. I'm just gonna say that they do a, a thing, a special thing with their castings that that leaves small, like little capillary veins in there, and it's something that they do in the casting process. It's not painted on, so it's within the within the casting itself that makes these really amazing little bitty uh, capillary veins. And the casting and and their paint jobs are just fucking amazing, but uh, yeah, I think I think your issue might be with the uh, the verses is the vein work isn't dark enough, right? No, no, it usually isn't. And most of the ones that I've seen, some of them, the vein work is like non-existent. They just they just paint it fucking a mashup of gray and purplish and bluish and and black darker colors and just kind of swirl it around, and it's not a real good representation of what the versus hood truly looks like. No, it still looks amazing, but it's not very screen accurate. Yeah, and I will say the one that I that I wore for years from ELS, <clears throat> in my opinion, the paint job on it wasn't good at all. I mean, it was a it's basically it was basically a budget hood. I knew I was going to run it through the ringer. It was going to take a beating, and I wasn't about to spend good money on something that I was going to sweat in profusely. Was going to be taken on and off repeatedly, thrown in and out of uh, you know my my travel case and. I will say that that fucker photographs awesome. You look at pictures of me in that costume, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. The hood hood does not, you know, if you've seen it in daylight, you'd be like, are you fucking serious? That's the same hood you're wearing in this photo. But it photographed amazing. It really did. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it, uh, wait, what'd you say? It was what? It is salty. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you seen the one that I sent you. Before you stripped it down, you remember that you remember what it looked like. Yeah, and yeah, it was nothing true. to me. It was really nothing representative of what a true versus hood looks like. But what all that matters is what turns up in the picture, man. Exactly. Exactly. So, so with some of these, I mean, with the lighting and you know photo editing, you don't necessarily have to have the most badass one. It just has to photograph just right. So just keep that in mind when you're taking your pictures or putting your costume together. You can have you know a sixty dollar latex hood that'll photograph just as good as your six hundred dollar silicone will, if not better. You got the right cameraman. Yep, absolutely. So. Yeah, uh, CFX, definitely recommend for either of those applications. And uh, another one, just to give a brief plug to for a silicone, since we were talking about the three, if you're doing a part four, check out Studio 135. They got an awesome part four. It's a full face silicone. Uh, shout out to Jason Baker out in San Diego, California. I know he, he did at one time rock Studio 135. I don't know if he still does, but um, definitely uh, if you're wanting a full face four, which you don't see a whole lot of those usually. Um, definitely check them out. They're a little cashy, like I said, silicone. It's expensive, but they're they're one of the uh, the only available options at this point for a true silicone full face four. I think My you can God, get it. Does it look good. Oh yeah, it does. And I think you can get it with uh, the glass eye. You know, they can step the quality up of the the eye. Yeah. Um, but for the the listeners out there that know uh, Jason Baker, SD costume guy on Instagram. 
Um, he's well known in the in the uh, the cosplay for uh, do it yourself. He always has uh, check out his YouTube channel uh, SD Costume Guy on YouTube, and he has all kinds of costume tips out there. And he really does an awesome job. He's got a bunch of different costumes. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he did at one time have a studio 135 and that's kind of, I was like, damn, if I'm ever going to do a, a full four, I might just have to go that route. So just a quick plug to CFX and a quick plug to studio 135. Also a CFX. I, I'm pretty sure they did the never hike alone hood for Vince DeSanti too. I'm pretty sure they did all yeah, that. I think, so. I think they did. Yeah, so that ought to tell you their quality of Vince chosen for that. So check them out. They've got all kinds of other products too. Um, but that's basically what they do in the Friday world is the CFX. And I think Studio 135 only does that part four for Friday shit at the moment. So moving on down the list, since you mentioned Kyle Huckyluck, who uh, has also been a guest on this show a while back, which need to have him on as a follow-up one of these days. Kyle, uh, I'm going to say it like this. Kyle for wearable silicone stuff kyle is the fucking man it don't get any better than that right now very very talented sculptor man, absolutely sculptor. and uh, i think he's another one that's kind of uh i think he left facebook might be wrong he did he's uh, just on instagram um wow i mean all i can say is wow i'm actually sitting here right now i'm looking at his full-faced part six silicone <clears throat> Kyle has done some latex stuff, but he likes, he basically specializes in silicone is, is the way I would say it. And his latex stuff was in a league of its own too. I mean, Kyle is a true professional. That is his full-time gig. I mean, he does FX work for a living up in Canada and just go to Instagram and look at his pictures. I mean, his work speaks for itself. And I will say that his full face six is the most badass six sculpt I've ever seen. I mean, it it looks like it walked right off the screen. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and there's <laughs> the, that fucking thing is, sick. Is nasty, dude. It is yeah. so nasty. And I actually have one of his earlier runs from like 2013 or 14, and he revamped it a little bit since then. And I I hit him up a while back. I'm like, hey, I need if it's cool, I want to send you mine and have it have you you know repaint it since I mean if I were to buy one right now, it's like a night and day difference. And he's like, Oh yeah, no problem. Just get it to me, you know, whenever. So one of these days I'm going to send it and have it repainted if I don't decide to just sell it. But part six, I mean, hands down, highly recommended. I, I can't, I, I don't know that anybody will ever top that particular sculpt. His, I if they and do. I'm working right now. He did. He also did a part two. Yep. Silicone. Yep. Have you seen this one? I have. Uh, yes. I, I don't know if he's, specifically sculpted this to be a part two because uh he says that it's a part two style but uh i mean it looks fucking almost dead on close to me uh god it looks good holy shit man yeah and his part eight i mean his part seven i mean he had the full um all the part seven pieces at one time i mean he had some part six hands uh everything that you could for a seven and full silicone, his chest He's got pieces. An eight hood. Yeah, he has an eight hood, uh, silicone eight. That's just badass for those that like the part eight costume. I've seen him do the versus paint ups, and he's his. If anybody's vein work is right up on on point, like I said, it's Josh Palmer, it's Kyle Huckyluck, no doubt about that. Um, for for wearable pieces, I mean, we haven't got into. We're gonna talk a little bit about a couple dis, display options here in a little bit, but for the costume guys out there who are actually gonna wear this shit, Kyle's you can't go wrong. He's like the Crash Cunningham of the hoods of silicone. For of silicone, and a lot of people don't want to pay the money for silicone. And if you can't afford it, I get it because it's expensive, <clears throat> and especially to have that kind of money tied up, especially if you have multiple costumes, but silicone lasts a really long time and the quality it, it, kyle's quality is just unmatched at this point and like i said look at the pictures it speaks for itself <clears throat> and he does pretty much about every version and if not he can do it he's so, uh he, he, have you seen his new part four i did uh, yes yeah yeah man he's the full face part four. Yeah, that is one of the most talented artists in the in the hobby. Period. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we could spend an entire fucking episode just 
talking about his work. And, and he's also wanted... super friendly. So if you want to shoot him a message, he's very, 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 very nice guy. He's easy to talk to. Uh, if you if you're interested in one of his products, just shoot him a message there on Instagram. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to to help you out. Let's you answer any questions you got. Absolutely. And if you want to hear him talk more about his products, just go to our website, scroll back down in the older episodes and listen to that particular one. Matter of fact, I'll reach out to him and bring him back on again because that's been at least a couple of years ago, if not longer. And he's had a lot of good shit happening since then. So he'd be another one that'd be good to follow up with. So I'll, I'll actually, I'll make a note of that right now. <clears throat> but yeah, you can't go wrong. Like I said, in my opinion, he's the crash cutting am of the hood world. Or 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 display for that matter. Let's see, like, wrong. Yep. For and like I said, he did do some latex stuff a, a while back. I don't know if he still is or not. Probably made to order would be my guess. But uh, but yeah, I mean, when I think of Kyle, I think of silicone. Yeah, I think and his passion is in silicone. Absolutely, and I mean, it's it's clearly evident. Uh, like I said, check him out on Instagram. And also, um, next on the list, we've got friend of the show, friend of mine, friend of Kent's. We talk about him every now and again, and that is Mr. Brandon Scott Murphy, sculpt or die. And everybody knows Brandon Scott Murphy. He's he's like the uh, the Oz of the of the latex mask world for Friday the Thirteenth for really any horror thing because man, this guy oh, just over the past. Two years or so, I guess he's skyrocketed in popularity. He, he's the he's got this 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 guy's going places, man. He's yeah. fucking talented with sculpting, talented with molding, talented with with painting, with everything. He he's got all aspects of this of of this hobby fucking nailed to the wall. Yes, he does. And notable in the Friday world, he's done <clears throat> he's done a couple different sixes recently fairly recently i guess it was last year he did the uh the part eight that he deemed the rotten apple which i think james power has that right now i think i believe so yeah i think he purchased that from brandon matter of fact i think it's for sale i think he's actually selling that mold thought i seen that in the last week or so Um, somebody should go snag that up because that sculpt is beautiful yes it is yes it is and i'm not a big fan of the part eight uh full face look but man, he did a fucking awesome job on that one. Yeah, it's, and it's, uh, I, I think it actually, <laughs> I think it looks better than than what they used in the movie. Yeah, no, well, that ain't fucking hard to do. Oh. <laughs> All you got to do is just crack a fucking egg on his eye. <laughs> a fucking droopy eye. What are they thinking, man? <laughs> God damn, they're fucking. That was just terrible, terrible idea. I'm just looking um, at some of Brandon's sculpts. Man, he's he's yeah. He's, a couple uh, months ago, uh, also noteworthy. A couple months ago, two three months ago, he uh, he did the Jethro sculpt, the full face Jethro. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, he he gave me a heads up on that one because he he knows uh, that I'd be interested in that one, and I was like, holy shit! Um, once again, phenomenal fucking job. Brandon's just really came a long way over the last couple of years, like you said, last two three years. His skills have just really really started to shine. Um, brand for those that aren't aware, Brandon is a graduate of the Tom Savini FX school and just, a yeah, well, he's just a, a clearly a, a very naturally talented artist. I mean, some people, you can just tell that they're, they're born with a gift and Brandon was one of those people. Only guy I know of that ever made the Jason goes to hell bust, the demon bust. Did you see that in person? That fucking thing was huge. Yeah. Massive. Uh, also his fly. Yep. That thing was massive too and beautiful. God, if I'd had the money on me at the at the time that I saw it, I would have snagged that thing up. Yeah. And Brandon did uh, several years back, he did a a life size part 7 and fun fact about that is for those of you those of you that play Friday the 13th the game, those guys actually used Brandon's life size part 7 pictures of that and details of that for the part 7 in the game. I did not know that. You well, you learned something. You know now. You would have thought that that would have come up in conversation at some point. I can't believe he that never brought. Wow, that's fucking incredible. Yep, yep. And <clears throat> at the time when I when he told me about it, it was kind of, I guess, kind of secretive, if you will. But I know that there were some other people that they reached out to as far as um, different costumes and masks and shit like that, and they got used details of their their work on it. Um, but yeah. Um, 
apparently they used his um, life-size seven to, for part of the modelization of the part seven in the game. So fun fact about old BM. Um, but yeah, it, he does all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, he doesn't just focus on Friday, but he's got a passion for Friday the 13th like we do. So I'm sure every now and again, he'll dive back into another Friday project. I would love for Brandon, I'll say this, I would love for Brandon Murphy to to do a boy in the lake somebody yeah. needs, it's about time for somebody to do another part one yeah because there hasn't been josh palmer has a has a pretty good one but uh i would i would yeah i would love to see to see brandon spin on the on the boy in the lake yeah definitely i feel like yeah he would fucking knock that out of the park man i'm sorry i'm I'm just i'm, I'm looking through all his sculpts and everything and i'm semi-distracted because this shit is it, it's it's amazing well, I'll tell you, and I've talked to Brandon <clears throat> numerous times. Matter of fact, well, just just um, a week or so ago, hell, we were we were playing uh, Last of Us online, and just kind of talking shit. Um, me, him, and another uh, another artist, Aaron Lewis. Um, but a while back, I, I I don't remember what I was even talking about with Brandon. I mentioned about doing a sculpt of something. I I don't remember what it was. Maybe a part four, part three. Fuck, I I really don't remember. And Brandon's response to me was if I don't think I can do a better job than of, of something that's already out there, then I, then why bother? And that makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Yeah, that's fair. So that's fair. the problem with that is though, I think that Brandon can probably do a better job than 98% of the stuff that's out there. He probably could. He probably could. And I would love to see him do some silicone work. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so different. I'm not like, I'm sure Brandon probably even knows, if he went to the Tom, if he went to the the Tom Savini school, then he knows how to do it. Uh, but it's just such a different beast than latex. It, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a different planet, and uh, it's 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 a pain in the ass. It's aggravating. It's just it's it's not as much fun as latex, in my opinion. But Brandon's got skills, yo. Yeah, he's got skills. More skills in his fucking pinky than I have in my whole goddamn body. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking sickening isn't it just fucking yeah. chaps your ass don't don't it frustrating yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah all right um and basically our last one for the list here and then we're going to talk a little bit about some display bus for those of you like i said that don't like to play dress up so i wanted to give a shout out to josh ludeman from beyond disgusting studios josh has been a past guest on the show once again probably should do a follow-up with him and uh Josh has been in the game for a long time, whether it's been costumes, props. He's just kind of the jack of all trades. And I think it was about a year or so ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I'd have to look on his page. But he had an awesome Part 3 silicone. And I think it was him that a short time before that even had a nice remake silicone. And, I mean, I almost had to buy the Part 3. I did. And then it's like, it'll just be like my Part 6, and I'll just fucking sit here and collect dust. And I didn't end up pulling the trigger. And now I don't know if he still has that three mold or if he sold it. I need to reach out to him and kind of figure out what the deal is. But gosh, every now and again, now and again, we'll come out with, you know, just all out of the sudden, boom, here's this part three. You don't really see a lot of, um, of uh, pre-talk about it or him giving a heads up of what he's working on. He usually just kind of hits you with it. Josh so, is kind of, kind of like he, he's a little mysterious. He, he doesn't, He's not very loud in the community, but whenever he drops something, it's heard. Yeah, because it's. He also has a. He also has a. Uh, is this? I don't know if this is Josh or not. It looks like maybe Josh made it. This uh, Jason X resin. Uh, I don't know. I, I think never mind. He was tagged in that. Nonetheless, he he's released ten million things over the years that 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 are that are fucking on point and amazing. He's also a really friendly guy. I'm sure he'd be happy to to help you out if you shoot him a message. So, yeah. Yep. He does. He all well. He does some hockey mask work too. Some prop stuff, costumes. I know he was one of the only guys that was doing remake jackets for a while. When you can get your hands on one, and they're they're super expensive, but they're pretty rare. Um, I think him and James Ingram were basically the only people that that were getting them for the time being. So, uh, I think it's just basically when they're when they're available because they are hard to find, but. Um, if you are interested in the part three silicone, uh, this was a f- kind of the full, well, it was the half phase version. And then, uh, like I said, I don't know if he still has it. And I know the, the remake was the same way, 
And I was just like, wow, holy shit. And then he said he was doing a limited run of them, and then I don't know where they went. So uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to Josh. Like I said, he's been on the show in the past, and he's he's definitely due for a follow-up too. So um, you mentioning Mysterious and being a man of mystery, last week we talked about the man of mystery, and we're going to talk about him again this week because for those of you that don't cosplay, don't have life sizes, aren't into the whole cosplayers thing and you just uh, are just a collector and have display bus. We will also uh, on the list from last week carrying over and that is Justin Oz Williams and Oz it, to my knowledge doesn't currently currently offer anything that's wearable. But like I mentioned last week, he has the hawk hangers that are basically a life size head that hangs on the wall. And then you can put a hockey mask over the top of them. Um, but yeah, uh, Kent and I both thought that Oz definitely needed a mention for uh, for display bus. Yeah, just because of how good his his sculpting skills are and his painting skills, he's he's just he, he, Oz is Oz has made himself uh, he he he's the juggernaut in the hockey mask community, but he's also made a uh, he's also stamped his name in, in in all aspects of 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 the horror community, and you know he just kind of it's funny watching him go about his work on social media because he'll just kind of get a wild hair in his ass to dabble in something that he's never done before. And then he'll just, you know, fucking around crank out one of the best things that have been done in that field for whatever he's doing. So it's just crazy to me, man, that somebody can be that talented. Like uh, with the, uh, you know, the, the one six scale figure that he just did of part four, Jason, I'm sure you saw it. We yep. may have even talked about it last episode. We did. But, uh, the man had never fucking sculpted an action figure before. He just got bored and he was like, oh, I'll sculpt a one six scale Jason uh, part four. And then he did it and it looks better than anything NECA has ever released. Anything that 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 real to- anything that a toy company has ever released. It looks better than that. And he just did that because he was bored. I'm so jealous of that ability. But yeah, his, his display busts are fucking phenomenal. They're amazing. Primarily uh, resin, I believe. I, I think he does occasionally dabble in latex, but it's probably uh oz is oz is mainly a fan of resin yeah and he did an awesome which i've yet really to see anybody else do he did a full-size part six uh display bust and he based it off the game version of part six jason yeah and it looks and really it, good it looks it, really oh, good. yeah yeah i was i was floored i was like wow and i'm surprised nobody else has tackled that version yet but once again you've got to compare it to oz and that's that's a tough feat to do with anything yeah, yeah, you, you don't want to. I tell you what, Justin Williams, Justin Oz Williams, and Brandon Scott Murphy are are two artists that you don't want to meet in an alley with sculpting tools. Yeah, like, <laughs> and and what's funny is think about this though. Oz, at least to my knowledge, doesn't have near the sculpting experience that Brandon Murphy does. But no, look to at my what he's knowledge, done. Oz is one hundred percent self taught. Yeah, but look at where he's came in such a short time. That's scary insanely impressive that is in, absolutely that is that is just sickeningly impressive to see how quick because when he said he was going to do the he did a part four display bust and then he uh i think he has the roy he's got um of course the uh like the, the game six and I, I forget what else i have to get on his site and look um it's hard to keep up with everybody <clears throat> but as soon as he said he was going to do it it was like boom there it is and you're just like wow so you can sculpt too yeah, but the Holy thing shit. is, man, here's the thing, though. He's just started sculpting. He he hasn't even been – I don't think he's been sculpting two years. I, I feel like I remember him making a post where he said, let's try this sculpting thing out. Like, And it seems like that's been fairly recently, so it's a new thing to him, and he's already better than, than, than 90% of, of sculptors that have been doing this forever out there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I remember a while back he painted a fucking Myers mask too, and it was like, wow. <laughs> like, like, really? What what can't this guy do? I it's mean, fucking bullshit. It's, it's fucking bullshit, right. <laughs> God damn it, Oz. It's fucking bullshit. You and your goddamn talent fucking pisses us off. <laughs> Fuck you, Oz. Fuck you, Oz. <laughs> <laughs> you talented fuck. God yeah, damn. Yeah, man, he's uh... He's the go-to guy, probably. Uh, I wouldn't say go-to, but you know, he's he's one of the top dogs for 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 resin display busts. And as we mentioned last week, he is the, in the definitely the top three uh, for hockey masks. So incredibly oh, for sure. guy, easy to talk to. Shoot him a message. 
he'd be happy to happy to make your day i'm sure yeah these guys all kind of have their niche you know we talked about kyle huckyluck and his silicone and brandon of course with the latex and josh palmer just with painting and oz with resin and it's like it just it just depends on what you want really i mean there's multiple options but all these guys i mean really you can't go wrong with any of their stuff at all I mean, if you're this shit costs money. I mean, it ain't it ain't cheap by any means, especially when we're talking about silicone for the serious cosplayers out there. I mean, you're five six hundred bucks for a silicone hood all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a reason for that. Silicone is so expensive just in its raw form. Um, right. I mean, for uh, for for you know, it's a two part mixture. You get one gallon of A, one gallon of B. That's going to run you a uh, hundred eighty bucks, one hundred fifty between one hundred fifty, one hundred eighty bucks. And that's before you've done anything with it. So that there's a reason they're so pricey. It, it's not everybody's blowing smoke up your ass. No, no, and the shit's heavy to ship. On top of that, yeah, yeah, you're looking at you know forty, fifty bucks to ship the fucking thing. Yep, exactly. So it's not for everyone, but for those of you that can afford it, I mean, definitely check out these guys. Um, and then final, final spot on the list. I'm just gonna say it like it is. We save the best for last when we're just talking about display bus. Now. Everybody that we've talked about, you can have their products foam filled and put them on display. That's all. That's all good. Uh, but for for people that basically uh, specialize in display, um, in display bus, the top dog. I mean, it, there's no fucking comparison right now, and that is Scareware Productions. Bob Primo. I mean, wow. And it's not just Friday, it's everything. Everything they touch is fucking phenomenal. It is. It, 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 I don't know how many knots, especially, you know, when I first got into the hobby many, many, many years ago, I spent just drooling over their, their inventory uh, on their page because, man, this their shit is inc- it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I think they used to do hoods, though, if I remember correctly. I yeah, think they did some, a few of them around. Yeah, back years back, they did some wearable stuff. I think they, if I can remember correctly, I think they did a wearable versus silicone years back. Yeah, and actually, they've just now started doing like uh, like resin uh, hockey esque mask. I don't even know how I would, how how to explain this. You'd have to go on their page and look, but it's like mutated. Friday the 13th hockey masks. They look really bizarre and they're really creepy and cool, but obviously Friday the 13th inspired. Uh, I wouldn't even, they're almost alien-esque, but they've got the holes of a Jason mask and some of them even have the chevrons and they're really yeah. fucking crazy looking. So, Yeah, I, I tell you, their Friday line is just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, they're, uh, they're part seven. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe their I think their part seven might be the best one out there. Uh, yeah, yep. And there's been some other guys that have that have done some, um, and I'm not going to list them all off. But every now and again, you'll get an artist who will do like uh, you know the coffin dummy from Six, or they'll do. Um, I'm trying to think of the the Ted the Holy Grail Ted White. Uh, what the what the fuck they call that? There's like two of them out there that everybody's always drooling over that are real limited. Um, I don't. I don't remember what it's called, but the but the image of it is burned so distinctly into my brain because it's one that I've drooled over for many. Yeah, years. Uh, unlucky day. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, and I mean, every now and again, you'll get an artist who just has that one sensational piece that you just. It's very very hard to top. But here's the thing with Scareware Productions: almost every one of their pieces is that quality. It's also kind of hard to get a hold of their pieces because they fly off the shelves, so they're. They're high. They're extremely high in demand, low in inventory. You know, like yeah. it, if you find one, you better snag it up because man, they go fast. And they've also, in my opinion, they've also got, I think, the best remake display bus that you can buy. Period. Like yes. period. Yep, they're top dog on that. Definitely on the seven. Um, I will say that their Freddy bus are just top notch. Also, I mean, yeah, and they've got a ton of different versions of that and i mean literally all of their products even outside of movie characters i mean just top-notch quality i mean you're gonna pay for it don't get me wrong but you will not you will not be disappointed and i know people that have multiples of just the part seven 
Jason bust. They've got multiples of, you know, of Freddie busts or whatever. I mean, these guys will, will buy multiples at a time of the same product. That's, that's how in demand they are. Well, I'm telling you in 10, 15 years, that shit's going to be like gold. So, Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. They're going to be very, very sought after, man. I'm looking at a, at a nemesis from resident evil. God damn. The paint that this, this man, the, the colors this man is is capable of laying down is is unbelievable. He's he's got what's that mongoloid from fucking the Goonies? Uh, is it sloth? Um, god damn it! Yeah, I think sloth. that's it. Uh, yeah, he's got a badass sloth sculpt. Uh, you could go to his page and look for hours and just be and your jaw would be on the desk the whole fucking time. It's that amazing. Yeah. Yep, highly recommend any of the, any of their products. Like I said, even if it's not Friday related, um, anything and everything. Scareware Productions, top notch on the display bus. Like I said, there's a there's a ton of other products out there that that are uh, that are noteworthy. But otherwise, we're going to be here, you know, all day long talking about them. So once again, just like with the hockey masks, this is just a quick little rundown list. If you were to hit us up and ask, hey, what about this? What about that? You're likely going to get um, we're likely going to throw you in the direction of these guys right here. So anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Uh, no, man. I think we, uh, I mean, I'd like to, you know, the guy that got me into, into all this and, and many, many, many years ago when I was just a fucking one, wannabe artist, I didn't know how to do any of this shit. JC wild helped me out. So I'll, I'll always owe him, you know, he, he guided me through all this shit through messaging and everything. And he was very patient with me and, I would fuck stuff up and then he would have me send him a video and then he would go in detail what I did wrong and what, and, you know, he kind of gave me the wheels to run off on my own and, and, you know, make my own thing and, and flourish on my own. So I just want to give a shout out to JC because um, I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't be where I'm at if he hadn't, you know, kind of taken me under his wing at, you know, almost seven years ago at this point, I guess it was. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, uh, he doesn't do a lot of Friday the 13th stuff anymore. I don't think he's, he's, he's branched off and done other things, but yeah, man, a lot of artists here, great artists. Uh, and obviously all, you know, all the guys that we mentioned that that's not it. There's, there's a lot of very talented artists in here, but we, we'd fucking be sitting here all day if we mentioned all of them. Yeah. And by all means, I mean, we would recommend some other stuff too, but like I said, just to keep it short, keep it sweet as far as show purposes, this is just what we penciled down just for that. Like I said, we would definitely recommend some others out there. Like Kent said, uh, JC wild and creeping death productions, I believe is his, his handle. Um, at one time he had a full part seven. I know that was real popular and he's probably somebody that we need to have on the show at some point in time too. Yeah. I could probably um, get him on here. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of good artists out there and some that we didn't mention, if you happen to be listening to this show, that don't mean that we're not going to reach out to you at some point and feature you for a community spotlight. So be prepared. You never know when we might reach out and want to do a feature. So unless you've got anything else uh, with a shout out to JC, uh, we'll wrap this up. Let's do it. All right. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also check us out on Facebook and please leave us a review there or on iTunes or wherever the fuck you listen to the show at check out slasher dash tees.com or on Facebook be like Brian Emenheiser, buy a shirt, send us a picture. It's free advertisement for you. We'll blast it all over social media. Uh, Joe Gallo, Brian looks so good in his fucking hoodie. Joe Gallo said that he needed to get one. So we're just waiting on Joe. And also, Joe, we're going to be sending him some shirts. So for all of his scantily clad uh, Friday ladies that are modeling for him and the dead white and the NHA, and uh, Jordan Harvey and all of his cosplayers out there on the East Coast, they're going to be modeling some Camp Blood Radio shirts. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to cross-promote. And uh, like I said, check out Slasher Tees and uh, buy a shirt. And also buy a Part 3 Memoriam Documentary shirt because all those proceeds from Slasher Tees are getting shipped right on out to Jeanette Ayurado and being donated to the Blairstown Museum, our good friends over there in Blairstown, New Jersey filming side of part one they would really appreciate any help and if you want to just make a donation in general if you don't want to wear around the awesome part three doc shirt then hey they'll take your money as a donation too. anything and everything helps and uh it's the least you could do to try to help keep uh friday alive so if you have any suggestions also feel free to drop us a line unless 
You're fucking Mark Tefner. Nobody wants your opinion, bitch. You big dildo. Eat your fucking sloth. <laughs>